What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. I'm Seth, and a couple quick reminders to download and play Sonic Forces and Shadow of the Colossus. Both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of this month, the month we are in right now, which I believe is March. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know if you thought of those games. We'll let you know we thought of them. We'll have a whole conversation, and we'll grade the fucker, and, uh, or both fuckers, uh... <laughs> And our game of the month, picked by me, is Wilson. It's an ARPG, uh, top-down, Diablo-like game. There's loot, progression, skills, all that kind of stuff. You kill a lot of things. It's fun. Make sure to check that out and come back at the end of the month for game of the month. We'll be discussing that as well. We have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. Uh, also, if you like what we do here, you can check out our Patreon link down below. Uh, so, Tasty Tuesday, I got three things I want to talk about. I'm going to try and be quick about this because I fucked my back up at work. And I, did, I just don't I don't feel as awesome as I would like to. So, um, I want to get this going. Uh, so, first bit of news. A little bit of Call of Duty news. Um, Call of Duty, as of right now. So yesterday, everybody's talking about this. It's out now. So uh, Warzone has finally been uh, released. It was leaked for a while. It got revealed out of nowhere. They're like, hey, it's true. Everything you've heard is real. And now it is already out. So you can go download this right now. Um, But let's get some quick information on this. I'm not going to read the whole article because you might already be playing this or you might not give a single shit about this. So... Uh, yeah, Warzone is uh, Modern Warfare's, uh, the newest Call of Duty's Battle Royale mode. It is free-to-play and a standalone. So if you have Modern Warfare, you can play this. It's in the menu. But if you don't have Modern Warfare, you can download this and uh, and play it. Also, something worth mentioning, too, is you can play it without uh, PlayStation Plus. Um, but you can't play it without Xbox Live as of right now, from what I've read. Uh, I'm assuming they will change that. But... Like I said, free to play. You can play this with other people uh, uh, that, that own the game or don't own the game. So it's uh, it's kind of interesting in that regard. Uh, Warzone is cross-play. So you can play this uh, Xbox, PS4, PC. Uh, Modern Warfare already did this, and it actually works really well. I have it on PC. I have it on PS4. It works great on both. Uh, I, haven't noticed it. I haven't noticed really anything too significant in the sense of like how fair it feels. So, um, you know, uh, you're going to run into good people on, on anything. So when you run into somebody who's really fucking good on PC, they're going to be really good. But there's people on PS4 who are way better than your average person on PC as well. So uh, the crossplay is there. It's back for this. So you have a free-to-play standalone uh, Battle Royale game that is crossplay. Uh, Warzone launches Tuesday, so it is out right now. It supports up to 150 players. That's really fucking big. It's quite a bit of people, and uh, it's launching with two distinct modes, uh, which is, let's see, Warzone will support two modes, Battle Royale and Plunder, and Battle Royale squads of team, or three team up to be the last squad standing. This mode introduces a new gulag system. The first time you're eliminated, you'll wake up in a prison and have to win a 1v1 fight to return to the map. In Plunder, there are unlimited respawns. Teams compete to gain the most cash rather than the last squad standing. Um, And then they say, if I'm reading the press release correctly, it looks like only squads of three will be available at launch, which is very disappointing. Um, And I guess they confirm that. Uh, This is something that comes up a lot in Battle Royale games. People want, you know, um, singles, duos, stuff like that. And I'm sure they will add that. It'd be crazy if they didn't. 
Cash and contracts. Cash is a new mechanic for Warzone that you can gather during matches to spend on equipment, field upgrades, kill streaks, or revive tokens for fallen teammates to buy stations uh, or at buy stations located throughout the map. According to Infinity Ward, we've seen this used before in, in a battle royale game, the short-lived Radical Heights. So uh, Radical Heights lives on through Call of Duty. So I guess Radical Heights did something right for somebody else uh, to use. There are also new contracts that are basically in-game missions that reward players uh, with rare loot, cash, XP, weapon XP, and so forth. These include capturing points similar to those in Domination, loot, looting, supply boxes, and so forth. Uh, Warzone shares progression with Modern Warfare, including Battle Pass and the Item Shop. The biggest advantage uh, Modern Warfare players will have over free-to-play players is progression. Everything you've unlocked in Modern Warfare, whether through gameplay, uh, the Battle Pass, or the Shop, is playable in Warzone. Same seasonal pass, Battle Pass exists across both games, so you only need to buy it once. Uh, and you can unlock tiers playing multiplayer, co-op, or Warzone. That's pretty neat, actually. Uh, if you play Warzone and then later buy Modern Warfare, everything you unlocked in Warzone will carry over. And then, yeah, Warzone is set in the city of Verdansk, which is something that's uh, revisited a lot in Modern Warfare if you haven't played it. Um, it's it's quite a big area. Verdansk is a sprawling new map with over a dozen named zones, over 300 points of interest. According to Infinity Ward, each zone features distinct landmarks like uh, Gorengard, Lumberyard, or the Gora Dam. Uh, a lot of gore going on here. The zones take place across different environment types, like cities and rural areas for unique engagements. Change up your drop location in each match to get a better lay of the land. Take advantage of the Verdansk, of what Verdansk has to offer. So when I talk about this, which I'm, I'm about to soon, uh, I just want to throw it in here because I think it's worth mentioning. I've played this. I made sure to play it before I talked about it. Uh, one thing that's really cool about when you're flying over this in this battle royale mode is it will actually have the names of the sections of the city as you're flying over so it's going to create familiarity for a lot of people uh really fast you're going to know where you're dropping in and even if you've never played the game before someone's going like oh i'm going to drop over at blah 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 you're going to be able to look at the map and actually see as you're flying over it what they're talking about which i think is a really nice touch uh, Warzone features several different vehicles at launch. While Warzone doesn't have tanks or aquatic vehicles, it does launch with an impressive array of land-based vehicles and a helicopter. Got an ATV, tactical rover, SUV. Saw that SUV. I saw drive by. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Cargo truck and helicopter. Um, and then we got some screenshots. But you know, this is free to play. So if you're interested and you like shooters, you pretty much know what we're getting into, or you will know very soon. So yeah, uh, this is dropped. It's finally out, and uh, after you know a lot of random leaks, and uh, yeah, I've played it. So let's talk about this uh, point by point. Free to play standalone. I think this is really smart. So they've already released this game. It has a really good single player storyline. So that's that's really cool. Uh, worth buying the game alone. Multiplayer also, I think is really good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Worth buying for that. Also, the co-op mode is a little. Uh, it's a cool idea, but they didn't quite nail it, but it's fine. Like, you'll play it, and you're like, yeah, it is what it is. Um, but, you know, that already was a full game, and I was happy with that. Um, there was rumors of this coming out, and I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, Battle Royale, they're, they're cool. They're kind of dying off a little bit, but, you know, they're still, they're still pretty cool. I'll still play it. To release it as a free-to-play game is smart just because it allows more people to get back into this game, play it. People who haven't played it will be able to play it. Maybe get more sales from those people who are playing the free-to-play Battle Royale. Maybe they want to play more of it now that they've got their hands on it. 
it's a really good system. It benefits everybody. It benefits Activision. It benefits people who uh, already bought Modern Warfare because they're upping the player count of Battle Royale for you. Um, and then it's also benefiting people who, you know, don't want to buy the game. Uh, it also benefits Activision in that sense because even if you didn't buy the game, you may still uh, pay for the Battle Pass or some of the skins or whatever. So um, it seems win-win to me. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Crossplay is also win-win. Everybody, no matter where you're at, you're able to play this with people with the most amount of people that you can play with. So no one is stuck playing with just their console. Um, I really like that they did that in the first place. I like that they're doing it here. This is a really smart system, and it's really smart they're doing both of these things. Uh, it's out, so play it. 150 players, you know, I... I already think 100 is like a lot. It's not something I think is like, it is the standard, but it's not the standard because anything other than somebody did that and it's not like a good number and people like that number. Um, so 150 players, that's cool. Less, I don't care either way. So as long as it's not like, you know, 20, it's not, unless the map was a lot smaller, it wouldn't bother me then. But, you know, it, it, it's a little more than standard and that's fine. Um, the modes are interesting. I only played uh, the Battle Royale mode. It's it's pretty typical in the sense that you drop in. Um, it seems like you get to the ground a lot faster than other Battle Royales, which is kind of cool. Uh, the city is fucking big. It seems really big. I was running around, going through buildings, going onto rooftops and stuff. It's got a ping system, uh, similar to Apex Legends, that works okay. It's, it's up on the D-pad on PS4, so I don't like that. But... Um, but it seems to work really well. You pick up uh, shields. You hold triangle to put them on. You physically watch yourself put them onto your body, which is kind of cool. It takes a second to do. Uh, when you do go down, and you will go down, when you do go down, you get taken to a gulag instantly, which I thought was kind of an interesting system. Uh, I went down. It shows an animation of you getting dragged into a prison. Um, you can skip that. And then you're in this building with a bunch of people, and they're running around. Everybody's you know, bored, so they're just punching each other. And in the center, you're watching an arena where people are getting thrown in and fighting each other one-on-one. -on -one. Whoever wins those wins a respawn. They get back into the battle royale that they just got uh, taken out of. If you fail, if you're the person that 1v1 that doesn't win, you get to go back to spectating your team or leave the game. And your team can, because there's cash on the map in the battle royale mode, you can find all this cash, find the uh, essentially store, they're randomly located, kind of like in Apex Legends, the respawn. Um, I forgot what it's called. I haven't played it in a while. But, you know, the, the machine that allows you to respawn your, your teammates, it's kind of like that, except for you can buy, like, um, turrets and stuff like that from it. Uh, you can buy a respawn. I think it's, like, for $4,000, something like that. So you can still get back in, but it is kind of a neat system that you can win your way back into a battle royale. The only thing I'm kind of worried about with that is people who are, hopefully they have some kind of ranked system because people who are really fucking good are always going to get back in to the game and people who are not as good, I, I guess it's easy to say get good, but some people just aren't as good as other people and they're always going to lose. So uh, they're not going to get back into the game as often. And uh, so rank, I think ranked would be a good thing to have in that so that all the best people are all playing against the best people and so on and so forth i know some people have reservations on that kind of thing though but i don't know i'm not a game dev so i don't i don't, I don't know about this the gulag system though i think is neat so uh something i've never seen in battle royale so uh welcome um addition to the genre uh change it up a bit why not 
Plunder mode, I have not played. Sounds kind of interesting. I think it's interesting also that this free-to-play standalone version of Modern Warfare has two modes. So, um, you know, there's already variety on launch. So, pretty cool. Cash and contracts is kind of cool, too, because like any other Battle Royale, you're running around, you're finding guns, armor, equipment, stuff like that. You also find cash. And like I said, there's, there's stores randomly located on the map. And then you can buy stuff from that too, which is kind of interesting. But then the contracts aspect is cool too. One of the contracts I got was an assassination. It literally told me, your team needs to go kill this dude. And it's another person playing. It didn't tell me exactly where they're at, but it told me what direction they're in. So um, I was like, that's kind of cheesy because someone can come you know, looking for you. But at the same time it's it, it it's vague so it, it just kind of changes it up kind of gives you missions to do which i think is kind of cool so i don't know i'll have to play this more to get a, a stronger opinion on the battle royale but i think it's neat that they're they're trying to add more gaminess to it outside of just you know spawn in see how long you can live um so yeah the contracts are cool and uh there's one where you gotta like find like loot boxes and stuff and you know, there's like three in this area, so collect those. And then, it, like it's saying, it's there's like a capture the point thing, which is, I think is also kind of cool. Hopefully, they have that down to a good system where you're not like having to capture points outside of the circle. That'd be kind of shitty. So, um, oh god. And then yeah, the city, city's cool. Vehicles are cool. Everything about it is pretty interesting. All for this, I think it's a good idea. I think it is, you know. I think we're at like, I think we were hit peak battle royale and hype, but it is still absolutely relevant. It'd be crazy to deny that. Um, but uh, at this point, you know, everyone's got a free to play battle royale. I think it's kind of crazy to think about releasing one that's not free to play. So I think this accommodates everybody. It's an addition to the people who are already playing Modern Warfare, and it's a brand new exciting thing for people who didn't pick it up but like battle royale. So. I'll be very interested to see how this is received by the Battle Royale community or people in general, but also uh, how it compares to Blackout, which was the Battle Royale in Black Ops 4, which I personally thought was cool in every single way except for the TTK time to kill was kind of shit. I didn't like it. Um, didn't feel right. If they would have adjusted that just right, I think I would have got more into it. But this seems a lot more, ro more robust. It seems like they've learned lessons from Treyarch, and uh, I feel like this will probably be a better... Um, battle royale let me know in the comments though what do you think about warzone are you going to play it have you played it are you not going to play it um if you have played it what are you in like what are you liking about it what are you not liking about it and if you plan on playing it what is exciting for you about this it's free to play so what do you got to lose what do you think about uh ps4 just letting you be able to play it regardless of if you're paying for uh you know psn or uh playstation plus what do you think about Xbox going, hey, you have to pay for Xbox Live? And, uh, yeah. Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to Call of Duty and Warzone. Second bit of news is a bit of uh, also leaks that uh, became true. Horizon Zero Dawn has been confirmed for PC after many leaks uh, saying that it was coming to PC and many Twitter feuds over uh, the topic of... Um, PlayStation fanboys being upset about that and uh, just how important are exclusive games when it comes to consoles. That aside, we have a confirmation that this is in fact real, true, 
And yeah, let's just jump into that real quick. In an interview with PlayStation Blog, head of PlayStation Worldwide Studios and ex-managing director of Guerrilla Games, Herman Holst, announced the news. Yes, I can confirm that Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC this summer. There will be more information coming from Guerrilla from the new studio directors. Mitchell, Mikhail, Mikhail, uh, Vanderluev, JB Van Beek, and Angie Smets. Pretty soon. We first heard about a PC port in January when anonymous sources said that it would be the first exclusive game from Sony, first party developer to make the jump. Those previous reports said that the game would hit both Steam and Epic Game Stores, but that remains unclear at the time of writing. When asked about uh, what this means for the future of major PlayStation games making the jump to PC, Holes tempered any idea that this meant day and date PC releases of PlayStation ex exclusives. I think it's important that we stay open to new ideas of how to introduce more people to PlayStation and show people uh, what they've been missing out on. Um, and to maybe put a few minds at ease, releasing one first-party AAA title to PC doesn't necessarily mean that every game now will be or will come to PC. In my mind, Horizon Zero Dawn was just great fit in the particular instance. Uh, we don't have any plans for day and date PC releases, and we remain 100% committed to dedicated hardware. That's a marked difference in approach from Xbox, which has made its Play Anywhere scheme, 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 uh, in which Xbox uh, Game Studios games are cross-buy and cross-save across PC and Xbox One, a cornerstone of its recent sales tactics. Why is this like this? Um, yeah. So uh, then it says Horizon Zero Dawn uh, celebrated its third anniversary, which is cool. My opinions on this is I think this is a good idea um, for the most part, as long as they don't make all PlayStation games uh, PC ex or uh, non-exclusive to PS4 and also on PC. I know some people on Xbox will probably disagree because you're used to how they do it on Xbox, but I do think exclusivities or exclusives matter um, to consoles. They do quite a bit. Um, if you look at the sales and the exclusives uh, next to those sales, the sales of the consoles is is crazy different. Um, now I'm also open to the idea of sony first party games coming to pc uh just not all of them and if they're to do it in like a timed exclusive way that's also you know fine the idea of uh horizon zero dawn coming out three years later uh on pc there's a lot of people who probably would have never played this uh who will not be able to play it one of the benefits to that as well though is this game is really good um i'd like to see what it looks like on pc so uh you know Giving it new life three years later is um, is smart, in my opinion. But like I said, uh, you have to have a reason. Else. I know people who only play on console don't view PC as a console, which is really weird to me because it it's just straight up a fact that it's a, it's a gaming platform. You, you can play games there. It's a competitor. It, it pulls sales from other things. Um, so to deny that is it's just incorrect. But... Um, I forgot what I was even fucking saying here. Uh, but exclusives matter in the sense that you have to have something outside of brand loyalty and um, preference in UI and controller. Those things will bring people to buy consoles, but you have to have experiences that you cannot have anywhere else. This is something Nintendo 
absolutely fucking banks on with their consoles. Their consoles are neat, but they're never powerhouses. They have some cool features, but those aren't the selling point. It's the games, the games you can't get anywhere else. Same thing with PlayStation, same thing with Xbox's exclusives, the ones they do have. Um, but I do think that's one of the reasons why Xbox did get dragged a bit behind when it comes to the other consoles in this uh, last or this current console generation. Um, something I hope they remedy in the next one. But uh, exclusives really matter. They ha they they just do. That's just how it is. Like it, it is the reason people outside of brand loyalty go. I got to get that console because I can only get this this game there. If the games were on everything, it'd be interesting to to have that um, equal point of view. If if every console had every game uh, on the planet, I think it. it I, I don't even know what that world would look like because somebody out of one of those would make exclusives and then more people would jump to that one because that's the only place you can get those games if they're worth getting. Um, which I think most of these companies are capable of producing games that are worth getting. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm, I have a pretty strong opinion on exclusives and I think data backs it. Um, so And Sony has really kind of really shaped themselves as a company that really values exclusives. And again, like he said, and something I said on Twitter a while ago, with a bunch of people who were like, they're going to they're gonna do this with all their games, so fucking, you know, this is good or bad, blah, blah, blah. This is just one game. They could do it with eight games, ten games on PlayStation, put that on PC, and they're still not even touching 50% of their exclusives, 30% of their exclusives. They have plenty of exclusives. So if they allow developers to do a case-by-case -case thing, um, I think it'd be fine, but yeah, it'd be very smart for, for them to keep exclusives on the console as a way to um, incentivize people to buy the console outside of preferring the controller or the way the UI works or the specs in the console, but they're all pretty much going to be playing the same shit here soon anyway, so it doesn't even matter, and when it comes down to it, if there was no exclusives, you would just buy a, uh, a PC probably that plays everything, so I don't know. Um... I think it's cool. I'll, I will probably pick up this on PC to see what it looks like, unless they don't do a big graphical change. But if they do, it would definitely be worth picking up again. I think Horizon Zero Dawn is a fantastic game. I think it's interesting, too, that now that... Um, what's his name? Herman Holst, uh, who was running Guerrilla Games, people who make Horizon Zero Dawn, is now running PlayStation. It's their first game they're going to be doing this with. So I don't think that's a coincidence. Uh, yeah, what else? I think that's about it. I think it's good. I think it'll be cool to see, but, you know, just keep some of that stuff, you know, to PlayStation, and I think it'll be good. But let me know in the comments what you guys think about, first off, Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PC. Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? Do you think it's something that you're going to pick up? Are you excited for other people to play it? Are you like, eh, this doesn't matter to me? Do you think they should have kept this for PS4 or PlayStation in general? Um Exclusively? What do you think about exclusives? Uh, do you think they're important? Do you think they're not important? Uh, what do you prefer to play on? Uh, without getting too combative, are you an Xbox fan, PS4 fan, are you PC Master Race, do you like Nintendo, Nintendo, the Switch is my second favorite console, man, I feel you. And uh, yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to uh, Sony putting games on PC and the future of exclusives in the comments below. Man, the worst thing about doing this show on my own is there's no breaks in talking, so I just like fucking... 
blah, 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 blah. And then my throat dries out. And I'm like, oh, God, I fucking, I'm dehydrated. I need to drink water. It's the worst thing on the planet. But with that, third bit of news is a bit of GameStop. Stop. GameStop news. I always get GameStop and GameSpot. I don't get them confused, but I'm almost worried I'm going to say the wrong one because they're very similar. But anyway, the uh, let's see. GameStop's future is Reggie with uh, former Nintendo exec Reggie fils uh joining GameStop's board of directors. Uh, this is via Engadget. And uh, yeah, we're just going to jump into the article and talk about it. GameStop thinks it has a way to turn around its struggling business. Give a video game industry legend a say in the company's future. The retailer has appointed three new people to its board of directors, most notably including former Nintendo of America president Reggie fils He'll take his position on April 20th, so next month, while the other two former Walmart U.S. president Bill Simon and PetSmart chief J.K. Simnick. Walmart and PetSmart, and then former Nintendo of America president. So, people who know how to make money outside of PetSmart, I don't know much about their fucking business. Uh, the recently retired exec justified the move by contending that the industry needed a healthy and vibrant GameStop. He's definitely going to say stuff like oh, that now that he's getting paid. Uh, but, you know, he, he's probably right as well. The new positions come as part of a larger shakeup of GameStop's board. Four directors are retiring in June of this year, while two more will leave in June 2021. That sounds like people jumping off of a sinking ship. The median tenor uh, for someone on the board will be just one year versus eight from before. Much of the old guard won't be there, in other words. Uh, GameStop also wants the average tenure for an independent director to be less than 10 years, while the committee members will ideally rotate every five years. <clears throat> Already jumping in, this sounds like... They had a system in place before where people were in leadership and they were in leadership for a long time because of the tenure. And it sounds like they want to change that up because the current leadership has driven the company into the ground. And it sounds like people who are under those people would like to see change in that. And I think people looking at where the company's at right now probably finally agree. And they're like, we should probably change this up. It's a little too late, but we should probably do that now. So this sounds like there's, we've been covering forever now, GameStop's inevitable demise and uh you know it's it's been interesting to watch go up and down and, and going into game stops and seeing that they've essentially turned into funko pop st stores um it's interesting but to see this happening right now is so telling it's crazy uh continuing uh visa may certainly has experience with video game success at retail. While the Wii U floundered in the market, there's little doubt that Fiza may helped fuel excitement for other hardware, including the runaway success of the Wii. He arguably helped drive the success of many VR many games during his Nintendo stint too. He has a deep understanding of what makes game sales tick. This could theoretically influence GameStop's strategy going forward, especially with the PS5 and the Xbox Series X on the horizon. However, it's not certain that his influence will be enough. Whatever GameStop's problems are with ex executing on its strategy, it's facing the much larger challenge of an industry that's moving away from physical game sales. 100% correct. Uh, as adept as fils was at Nintendo, he's not about to get people buying discs and cartridges again. You don't know. The market's dictated by the people spending the money. People buy vinyl 
and those sales go up every single year. Any success may come by changing the GameStops, also Nintendo's, uh, core strategy rather than refining it. And in a tweet by Reggie fils he said, The gaming industry needs a healthy and vibrant GameStop. I look forward to being part of the GameStop Corp board and helping to make this happen. And then uh, a thing directly from their website, probably explaining the situation in corporate speak. I would guess. Um, pretty much kind of already talked about this. This is really revealing. So, regardless of what I've already said, Reggie Fils May joining um, GameStop's board of directors, I think is smart. The guy knows the gaming industry. He's well-liked, uh, which is also really good for their brand. He also is fun-centric and community-centric. So, this is something that's going to be huge for the company because GameStop's... Uh, the, the way people view GameStop is pretty negative. It does not have a good community of people that support it. People buy from GameStop out of necessity. Uh, you know, how many game stores do they have in the area outside of like Walmart and Best Buy, um, Legacy. All that stuff is the only reasons that GameStop even really gets sales. Uh, someone like Reggie fils he, you know, as soon as he left Nintendo, he was still on Twitter talking with the community, fucking, you know, making things fun and exciting still. So he he's a really big get. They they got to be paying him a lot, or he's got to be sitting around bored as fuck uh, to be doing this. But uh, all in all, it's win win for him. You know, if GameStop fails or doesn't fail, it, it doesn't really affect him all too much. He's doing fine regardless. So it is interesting though that they got someone from Walmart company that's real good about uh squeezing money out of out of every everything and uh pet smart which i don't have an opinion on but uh but this is overall smart you know it sounds like they're in a last ditch effort reshuffling things around to see what they can get to work and uh bringing in the big guns the big fucking reggie fils may guns to uh possibly Save the company, redirect the company in a way that might uh, get a couple more years out of it. I'm not sure. Uh, like they said, I don't see physical copies going back up in sales. They're just going to keep decreasing. But uh, he might have some good insights, some cool ideas, some in-industry connections that could possibly help GameStop do something uh, you know interesting that other places can't do. Um, and yeah. Getting rid of old board members also, I think, is a really good idea because they're the ones who did this. I think that's something that EA needs to do. Sounds kind of extreme, but I think they need to get rid of the leadership at EA. I think they need to make Vince Ampella of Respawn the fucking CEO of EA. And I think they need to reconfigure EA as a company because EA has got a huge platform, a huge legacy, and the resources to do something great. They just need someone in charge that is uh, got their finger on the pulse, I guess. So something similar to this, uh, bring in someone like Reggie fils to run the shit, um, and that's what GameStop's doing. Um, I hope it works well for them. I think it will have benefits uh, bringing him in like this, but also reshuffling everything. This is this is a big move. This is this is like last ditch effort shit. This is like this is not working. We keep telling ourselves it's gonna work, and it's not. It's still not working. So what the fuck do we do? Well. Uh, Reggie's fucking retired. What's he doing? Let's go call him up. And he's like, yeah, sure. I, I like video games. I'll give it a go. So, um, 
yeah, I don't know what they're going to do, but I am excited to see what they do. Um, I'm curious, and I will be paying attention to this uh, directly. Uh, let me know in the comments, what do you guys think about Reggie fils becoming a board member uh, for GameStop alongside Walmart and PetSmart people? Um, do you think it's a good thing? Do you think it's a bad thing? Do you think he'll save GameStop? Do you think it's going to prolong GameStop's survival for a little bit longer? Do you think it doesn't matter in the end? Uh, what do you think he'll be able to do or bring to the table? It's a real big question that I'm asking you because I don't know, but uh, but to say that he wouldn't have good insight, I think would be um, inaccurate. I, th I think I think the guy's you know he's got a lot going on and he has a lot of experience and he's well liked. Um, and we think about that. We think how bringing him on, how that will impact people's view on GameStop. How do you view GameStop? I don't like the company. I think it's a shit company. But what do you think about them? And uh, what do you think about physical media? What do you think about everything we've talked about uh, in this article and the uh, topics before this one? But that's going to do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe and enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out my streams. Link's down below. I'm on everything. Uh, we have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And yeah, uh, until the next episode, which will be something, Tasty Cast at the very least. Have a good week, guys. And uh, my name's Seth, and uh, take it easy.